how's everybody doing? This is Adrienne Barr. Thank you for joining me for another episode of I Was About to Say. And this one's going to be a little different because we're going to talk about one of my favorite pastimes and actually my bedtime routine. Okay, it's going to be clean, so don't think I'm going there. But we're going to talk about spades. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about spades. All right. And there's a point to this and it has to do with social media and just how we treat each other on social media. So first, let me give you some background about me and the game of spades. If you don't know anything about spades, spades is a card game where, of course, spades rule. And um, it's a game that I learned in college. As a matter of fact, it's a game that helped me to learn that I really wasn't an accounting major, as I thought, in my sophomore year, and um, decided to rely on what was good for me, which was English. So um, spades, oh God, I lived in a co-ed dorm, okay, at a PWI. So it it was it was kind of interesting. We spent many nights um, listening to Purple Rain and Whitney Houston playing partners. And if anyone is listening to this podcast who plays partners in spades, you do know that it, it, it there's something about that game that brings out different personality traits in us. People who are otherwise quiet, reserved, and introverted suddenly become aggressive um, I, that's, and just in your face. And God forbid, if you cut your partner, you're probably not going to have that person speak to you for at least a week. Spades is just so highly competitive. There are actually spades tournaments out there. Okay, so that's my riff. So let's talk about spades and social media. So I play VIP spades. VIP spades is a um, net-based, or you can get the app too, but I use the web version, um, spades game that um, you, you buy a few points and you can play either as partners or you can play as a solo. Um, individual, in, in which case, in the latter case, you play against four other players who are virtual. Now, everyone has their own avatar. Some people use pictures of themselves. Some people use, you know, whatever, cars, whatever. Um, but the main thing is that the game is really close to playing spades in real life. It really is. Of course, you do have algorithms, I'm sure, that um, determine your your hand, um, but you still have to know how to bid your hand and know how to anticipate how other players are going to play. And it's, it, it really is a great simulation um, along those regards. But one of the things I love most about it that I really wish we saw more of with social media is the fact that we cannot talk to each other in a game like spades where everybody knows that the subtext of playing spades is the trash talk, okay? 
And yes, I have a PhD in trash talking when it comes to spades. It's a whole different personality. It's that North Carolina backwoods personality that comes out. <laughs> but when you play VIP spades, none of that. The only thing you can do is use emoji. Or if you want to trash talk, you have to pay to trash talk. And even then, you can't free speech trash talk. There are certain gifts that you can buy and they keep it clean. Like you can buy a, a foot, like you're stomping on somebody, or you can um, buy ice to throw at somebody, or you can buy some nice stuff, like to send people a star if they, you know, don't set you, um, which I, you know, do from time to time. Um, but I tend to use the free emoji, which are the ones like the devil head. There's a devil head that makes animated mouth movements, but you, you, there are no words with the movements. You just know that somebody's pissed at you. And that comes in really handy when you're playing partners on VIP space, because that lets your partner know with the red head and the red horns, you just messed up. Okay. But and you can also do like sweating, you know, like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make this hand, but that's as close as you come to talking across the table, whether it's helping your partner or it's your communicating that you are upset. Now, if you're playing solo, same rules, same, same emoji, same, um, same gifts that you can buy, but you can't personally attack people with like hate speech or things that really take the fun out of the game. And even, you know, some people can be thin skinned and, you know, don't, sometimes I get a little twisted about the emoji when people are sending, you know, the stops at me because I've cut them or I've set them and, you know, set them for fun. But at the most, what you can do is just block the person. You can block the player if you feel somebody's too aggressive. Um, but for the most part, we all know that it's some fun. And the best part for me is that no one has any idea of my persona. It's not connected to my normal email, the name, the avatar, none of it's connected. I get to be my spades queen again. Um, I think I wish social media in general was designed like VIP spades. As I see so much hostility and so much just hatefulness and misogyny on social media, um, wouldn't it be amazing if the comments feature was disabled on every single platform, especially Instagram um, and, and Facebook, but there was no, there were no comments and there were no likes. You, if you want to post something and if people happen to enjoy it, then they read it, they keep it and they move on. Or if they don't like it, they read it and they move on, but they don't have the opportunity to tear people down or other people aren't going through what I'm seeing so many people just just taking it to the point of one step from violence, if not instigating someone to actually commit violence um, with comments and, and, and people getting egged on and instigated because of 
the support, the so-called online support that they receive. Of course, we know a lot of that online support is bots, but never mind the fact it looks like thousands of people support inhumanity and insanity. So it would be really great if the only way you could respond was an emoji or you keep it moving. I wish everything was like VIP spades. Um, so I don't know if anybody else out there plays. If you do play, then, you know, you might run up on me one night and I, I might have to, you know, beat you down in a game or two. But another thing that I love about the design of this game is the fact that they, dis they disincentivize bad behavior a couple of ways um, that are real clear. Number one, you know how lots of people like to keep cutting folks and, um, and just winning all the cards? Well, or winning all the books? Well, actually, you have to carefully manage how many books you win because if you go over five, then you lose five books, which ultimately, obviously, impacts your ability to win the game. So a lot of people don't know that up front. So they get, you know, you can tell the newbies that way because they get their kicks from cutting people and from, you know, just, just trying to win at all costs and not thinking about the strategy of it. The strategy is that sometimes you may need to let your closest opponent make their books so that you don't end up in a precarious situation where you're going to roll and you're going to lose five books while you're trying to make that person lose two. So these are things you have once you learn the game and how the, how the technology works. It's really funny how it makes you think about strategy um, in the bigger picture. The other thing that it does that I really like um, is that it, um, hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. Is that it really um, teaches you how to play the hand that you're built. And there are so many ways when you think about the strategy, when you're playing the hand, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's always easy if you've got a hand of, you know, seven, eight spades, um, because you know how you can, you know, draw books early, you know, get everybody, you know, get all the spades out and then force people to, you know, play with the lesser decks. But when you're dealing with one of those hands where you've got one spade, um, but you've got like, like two kings and two aces and yeah, you have to, you have to strategize because you don't always, you're not always going to be able to play a nil hand with that where you bid zero and pray that you don't actually get a book. That's another funny thing too, because when you bid a nil, the game changes. It, people will actually lose their own hands trying to set someone um, and make them uh, win a book um, without knowing that there are only 13 books in the entire deck. So you watch that dynamic play out as well, because I've had that a few times. And, and then I do the laughing emoji because it's like there are only 13 books and you guys bid 13 books. So if you set me, one of you are coming with me. I might get set five because I lost my nil, but you also bid five and you're going to get set five, too because you're not going to make your books. And then of course, that's when the real space personality turns in. Cause if I'm only like one or two down, then I will start taking books from them to make sure somebody's set. So, ah,
that felt good. Man, that felt good. As a matter of fact, I think I am about to go play a couple of rounds of spades on VIP Spades. Maybe I'll see you there. Thank <laughs> you.